When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to an Irreverent Media Podcast. Go to irreverent.fm for more content from our friends. Hello, I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Kevin. And, and we're, we're your favorite, favorite aunts. aunts. We finally nailed it. We did it. Okay, we're two best friends who have a lot in common and a lot on our mind. And each week we're going to tell you what is on said minds, pop culture, Christian subculture, everything in between. And also we ask, uh, we answer some questions from listeners, people like you. And like your favorite aunts, we've got lots of opinions and a few drinks in us. Because it's um, it's more fun that way, right? So let's get into it. This is a new episode of Your Favorite Aunts. Every single time I try to fly, I fall without my wings. I feel so small. I guess mm-hmm. I need you, baby. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to your favorite ants. Your favorite ants. We are oh, your favorite ants. Yeah, you know why? Because after a long day, your aunt has had a long whole week. joint to herself. Long week. Had a whole day to herself. Had to cancel the last meeting because you fucking locked your keys in your car and you double booked yourself. And then you get all, you get to the last thing of your day, which is arguably the most pleasurable thing, and you crack open a Miller Lite because you know Stop what is it. Miller time, baby. It is I Miller love it. time. Uh, I want to say shout out to my uh, cute little romance friend that we're exploring things together because he he brought over a six pack. He's like, should I leave some here? I'm just like, why? So you can come over and drink them. And he's like, yeah. Gosh, I feel like, uh, well, first of all, introduce yourself. I'll introduce myself. Oh my God. Um, uh, I am uh, author of the new book, This Here Flash, Cole Arthur Riley. Go pick it up (gasps) wherever books are sold. Cole, I love your book. It's so fucking good. So that's who I am. And (laughs) I'm Kadan, or I want to say her name right. It's Kadanji, right? I want to say it right. Brown Jackson, Uh, the newest. Supreme Court candidate, the first black woman to be appointed, and the voting is happening. Her name is, uh, she grew up, I wanna make sure I say her name correctly. She, I just listened to her pronounce it over and over again. She did, her parents are not um, directly from Africa, but her family is, and so when she was born, her family wanted to honor her background, and so she is incredible. I've just been reading up on her, and she's like, young and vibrant she's like 51 which is young for supreme court years oh yeah uh and she's uh, just an incredible candidate so we hope Love. she goes through because we need some good news don't we yeah we do need some good news hey if you've got good news right now share it in the chat even if it's something small small victory you had today because i want i think i need that so i'm i'm willing to share good news if you're willing to share some good news sarah oh i love it yeah Okay, so how the hell are you doing? Uh, 
Honesty is important. Uh, I, okay. Right now, I'm feeling, I'm very glad to just be here where I can just blow off some steam mm. and just um, and just chill and relax because I've had a lot of tension in my body because of the, all the very visible anti-trans bills happening in education across the country yep. that are like, ha- it's like a ginormous fucking wave. Mm. And um, as I was thinking about it, it just... I, it just tapped into my my younger self who I was just like, wow. Yeah. It wasn't that like I got I re-traumatized myself. It's just that like there I had such a upwelling of deep sorrow and empathy for all of my sweet little queer babies. Oh, there it is again. It's okay. Uh, I know, baby. You've been there. Uh, it just fucking sucks. And the, the feeling that I have is it's the, it's the feeling of powerlessness of. (sighs) Don't let them take your power. I know I, that that's the lie. That's the lie. And it's uh it's, and when I, when I say that, it's just like, it's the younger part of me who like remembers what it was like to not have a choice and not have that. And there's like, Children are so vulnerable and I cannot believe it's, it's in 2022. I mean, I guess I can, like it's only gotten, I mean, I can't, it's gotten worse. It's not gotten better. It's gotten worse. I mean, I think that's what we're led to believe, but I also find hope in children and young adults because I remember when our denomination, my conference, was talking about these things. And I looked over and some of the young adults that I brought with me to our annual conference, which is just a boring gathering of people. Uh, it's not that. It's it's kind of how we do the work of the church. And they're like looking and this girl looks at me and goes, why are they still talking about this? And yes. I think that's the truth of it. And yes, we'll talk about it in a minute. But all of this voting and all of that, yeah, it has meaning. However... When I hear what young people are saying about it, I'm like, oh, there's some hope. Uh, we need to get out your way. Oh, my God. Like, literally, like. They got it. As soon as they're voting age. Like, oh, I don't know if you listened to. Uh, oh, gosh. His name. I'm blanking on it. And I don't want to do this. <laughs> Jen Hatmaker's guy. And that's wrong that I can't remember his name. But I oh, remember. Jen Hatmaker's boyfriend. His name is Trey. Trey. Trey yes. His thing about these are our babies, and he said, you know, I just want to thank you because you doing this has made a bunch of, apparently a bunch of 18-year-olds, the number one thing searched was how quickly people could register to vote. (laughs) Like the young people are like, okay, we care about voting now because we want this man out. (laughs) We want this man out. Out. We do not respect you, sir, nor do we respect your opinions. Yeah. So you know what we're talking about uh, the thing that is uh, that is being held in my beloved friend's body is that mm. uh, Greg Abbott. Am I saying his name right? Don't care. Yeah, I'm terrible with names. Uh, anyway, he is the governor of Texas and has decided. Which, by the way, the good news is the D, like all of the judges in Texas are like that's not even legal. Uh, has decided that uh, any the. The ability to begin any sort of uh, treatment for children who are um, wanting to do gender 
um, I want to make sure I say it right. Uh, gender. Gender confirmation. Thank you. Gender confirmation. I want to use the right word because it used yeah. to be called gender reassignment. And I don't think that's, that's yeah. gender, it's not gender affirming treatments or, or operations. Yeah. We want to make sure we use the right language around this stuff. Um, and so they, he was going to actually consider it child abuse and had tried to use current law to say such. And then judges came up and said, yeah, you can't. It's pageantry, but it's really ridiculous pageantry because, and we'll talk about it later, there's a bunch of other laws right now happening. The problem with pageantry like this is that it actually affects the bodies of people who this is about. And it isn't about these assholes who are having this conversation in vague theories uh, up on high in some, some sort of marble room with like you know, nice smelling mahogany furniture and books. Mm, um, it's, you know, rich and I mahogany. rich mahogany. Uh, and so I think I'm really just grateful that there are people, you know, like our newest appointee who have difference of opinion. So that's what we'll mm. say about that. So other than that, how are you doing? You look great. You thanks got, today. I tried. You've got a, uh, a person who's leaving Miller light at your home. Which is Ugh. the champagne of beer, isn't it? That Miller Lite? Is that Miller No, that's Lite? Budweiser, baby. That's oh, Budweiser. <laughs> that's champagne. This is, uh, this is the beer of beer. This is the beer. It's just beer. It really is like beer. To me, it's beer of beer. It's like the most quintessential like beer taste. It's like, it just, it's not great. It's not bad either. It's like, it's just. I dated a boy easy. in college whose last name was Miller. And so we drank Miller all the time. Oh, Miller time. We called him Miller the Killer because he was quite wow. a stud muffin. Wow, I would love to date a killer. Dexter? <laughs> You're such a psycho. Uh, well, I'm glad to hear that um, you are yeah. being honest so, about your feelings. So yeah, I would say, uh, other than that, I'm doing quite well. I uh, Only nine spots were... Apart. Yeah, other than the world falling apart. In my personal life, um, uh, I'm having some really lovely times. I only have nine spots left in my cohort. Uh, Stop. That ass. And so, uh, and I have like 12, 12, 15 calls lined up in this coming week. Um, very, very excited about all of that. So if you're, if you're out there and you're like, I'm ready to like get my spiritual shit together and I want to do it in community with people, <laughs> go to the kevingarcia.com slash cohort, learn about it. My favorite thing, the thing that people have said I'm the most, because like when I get people on calls, what I do is I'm like, okay, let's figure out if what you want and what I do is the same thing. And then I talk about the thing. And then I said, does that make sense? And they're just like, yes. It, you basically explained it all on the website ahead of time too. I'm just like, I'm glad that there's no ambiguity. There's no difference between the two. Uh, yeah. so if you really want to know what's going on, please go look at the website. There's a lot of good stuff. If that sounds interesting to you, book a call with me. Um, and yeah, other than that, I'm fine. How are you, Sarah Louisa Jane Heath? What's good? Ooh, yeah. So, um, if you follow me on any social media, you'll know that this month has been a very, um, difficult month. Mm -hmm. And I actually shared the only public space I was sharing about it was right here, uh, was that I was going through testing for breast cancer for the last month. Um, and although there is one test left to do, uh, most of my tests have come back really positive. And so, uh, there's been a lightness. I didn't know that I was holding all of it in my body, um, mm -hmm. because I am Enneagram three. So conceal, don't feel, keep going, keep going. Mm -hmm. Uh, on Wednesday, was it Wednesday? I had a presentation, I had a sermon to record and in the middle of it, I got a call from the doctor and, uh, good news was given to me. And so I, I didn't 
realize until like the evening I was running with friends and we went and got, listen to this. We went and got hot toddies for my tatas. Mm. It was so fun. Uh, <laughs> and I think just the lightness uh, that I've been able to have. And then unfortunately this has been a really terrible week for mm. so many reasons in the world. Um, and I am glad that I can give my full attention to that when my own stuff is beginning to lighten up a bit. Mm -hmm. So I'm also traveling to North Carolina to speak at a really cool community uh, called Church on Morgan, which is just a super, they're just doing, they're just doing super cool things. Like their whole thing is like, we are no longer about evangelism. We're about finding beauty. So whatever that looks like, that's their whole, their vision statement is like, we're here to find beauty like that. And they're just working a year through it. Their lead pastor is a dear friend of mine, Justin Morgan. Mm. I get to see some of my like favorite people from grad school. I get to run through the garden where I used to run when I was in grad school. So I'm excited to, in a weird way, have a homecoming in the midst of all of this and Mm -hmm. um, see some of my dear, dear friends and travel because it's a scary time. And so you want to be close to the people that you care about. We, so, that is my update. I'm doing great. Uh, I'm doing great in a weird way. It's okay. It's fine. It's good. We made it through the wilderness. So let's start. What are we going to start? So we're going to talk about pop culture and headline news. Oh, but at first we should check in. Look at all the things that are ha- happening for people. They're taking really good care of themselves. That's a beautiful uh, thing. I love, uh, we are doing yoga. Sierra said, I took care of myself with some yoga and plant medicine. You know what that is. Girl, do I. (laughs) Uh, Do you like that I still giggle like, (laughs) Uh, Megan took a shower. Let me ask, let me ask, let me ask you. Do you like that you still giggle like that? I mean, I think it's funny. Uh, I don't know the drugs, but I hear they're great. Uh, I tell you, you would like your, your anxiety would decrease significantly with just five milligrams would do you wonders. I mean, I feel like going into all those tests, that would have been great. Um, uh, yeah. And so it's good to hear that you guys are doing well because we are about to get, we're about to get into it. Into it. Pop culture and headline news or next section that we like to call. Headline. Did you hear? L- 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 I like calling it headline news because I headline feel news. We I need to figure out how to get like a soundboard on here so we can like so you can hit a thing. Yeah, so yeah. so we I think there's a way that I can do it on here. Let me see cuz it says add background oh, music. Is, I just love that you guys get to go behind the curtains. This is like Loafer. our least produced show that either of us do and we love it. <gasps> wow. This is how I know you've had an entire J that this is the headline news vibe. Welcome to <laughs> headline headline news. I am Anderson Cooper. Uh, today's top stories. Um, Let's talk about the Dove Awards because that's a light one. It's a funny one. Like, here's what <laughs> I I cannot even begin to contemplate this. So the Dove Awards is putting out an award for. A unit, the Unity Award. They're calling it a Unity Award, and they're giving it to Donald J. Trump. And I am just mm. sitting here. 
He's, this is this is a, a music award show. This is supposed to be a music award show, and they just right. like you know they're pretty much just like shaking each other's hand and giving Stephen Curtis Chapman like five awards a year. <laughs> but just like now, they're really right. going to say like the industry, this industry, thinks that this man is a beacon of Christian unity. Yeah, I. I am barely a Christian and I am offended on behalf of all Christians. Mm -hmm. Like you got me fucked up brother. I, I've got to tell you, I, here's my devil words experience. I didn't really know what it was. I won't say who it is, but for a little while I was seeing a human who had won a Dove Award and I went to visit them in Franklin, Tennessee. You can name names in this space. No, no. Name, name, Sarah, start the drama. (laughs) No, but I will say this. I went into his home in Franklin, Tennessee. The reason I'm not telling you this is he like actually was kind of a – a person who like literally had another girlfriend and then had me come and hang out with him and stay with him. There's there, there's literally that's every reason to out his shit, man. If he's a shit. <laughs> he's not anymore. He has gone and gotten help and he is a much better person. But he had won a Dove Award, which was strategically placed on his fireplace in his home in Franklin, Tennessee. And I really hurt his feelings because not really hurt his feelings, but I was like, what is that? He's like, oh, it's a Dove Award. I was like, what is a Dove Award? I didn't know what it was. And that's when I learned that Christianity has its own Grammys. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Their own Grammys like, for their subpar music. It's like I did best not. worship song. Best worship song by a group. Best worship song by a lady. Best worship song by a man. Best worship song that talks about Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Well, he had won it for, uh, I guess, best worship song of the year or whatever. He, but I was the best well, part was like I did not know he had a girlfriend. I was speaking at events. I was in town. He was recording his album, so like I got to go to the kitchen, which is a really cool recording studio in Nashville. Great times, great times. And then he was like, "Hey, by the way, uh, my girlfriend's coming over," and I was like, "Oh, well, then we should probably have a different." way that we are in each other's lives but the best part is so he he did he didn't mention the whole time oh no 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 Mm -mm. yeah that's another reason you should out his shit to the world the best part was i drove out of nashville listening to ryan adams as the sun was coming up and i was like i can't and i did not after that and I remember years later running into him and him being like, why did we never actually date? And I was like, mm, because you had a girlfriend. <laughs> fuck. Call mm. him up and call him a stupid fuck. That's what he deserves. You know what? He's had some times. He is no longer in the Christian music industry. He transitioned into other things. He has had a really tough time and is now doing really great. So I am not going to out him. It is what it is. I know you're so protective of me and I kind of love it. I love when your eight comes out. Um, so all that to yeah. say, are you saying that you, you love my propensity a- for violence? It's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to repent. You could give him a unity award. You have unified nothing. Yeah. Like, so I just want to say audacity just- of a dove, which is the symbol of peace award being given to a man who literally said Vladimir Putin, Putin, Putin. is a, 
is a uh, a leader that we should all um, like. He's a good leader. Like, can you fucking imagine what would what the what would be happening right now if don't? Oh, actually, you know what? I'm not going down that scary rabbit hole. I'm going to stay in the real world, and I'm also going to order I, myself a pizza right now. So by the time we're done with this, I can eat that pizza. He should get a Disney Award. Oh, it's so true. Um, yeah, it was a it was not a good look uh, for him to start. Also, here's the other thing: no one else is asking former presidents what they think about this whole situation. No, but Fox News really wants to know what the former president. Like, it's like thinks. it's. I know, I know. Like I understand how it's happening. I, I. That's the thing. It's not for us. It was like, I don't get it. I'm just like, no, the problem is we do get it. And that is why we are frustrated. Mm-hmm. And so what I have to do, this is probably like the one time in my week that I complain about the world. Yeah, and this yeah. is why I'm so grateful because I get to be a, a total bitch in here. Like <laughs> this just, this feels so good. It's like five days a week I get to, I could, you know, I'm, you know, you know, Shakti Shakti, like, let's get free of our, you know, of our fear and whatnot. <laughs> but right now, this is where I, th- I'm a, I, this is how I know that I'm not a, not a, a enlightened person. I'm not a bodhisattva. I am not, I'm, I'm just a girl out here who meditates and needs to complain about things sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And needs to meditate right after this probably. Oh, or something. I need to eat probably. That's probably it. That's like literally uh, my mom, Chris Heath. That's her response whenever I'm feeling a little angry. She'll say, have you eaten today? I'm just like, it's <laughs> and I'm like your damn business. Um, that's fine. The other thing, and the reason that we are calling this episode Don't Say Straight, Don't the say other straight. beautiful thing that's happening in the world is in Florida, they are, they proposed a bill that's actually gaining traction. It's so that fucking won't let wild you to use me. the word gay. Here's the thing: this, these are the same idiots who hate the idea of cancel culture, right? Uh, yeah. It's like, but the, like this is literally, it's literally giving Gestapo bullshit. It's literally giving. You can only talk about state-approved topics. Yeah, and that is real weird. I'm like. This is giving us communist vibes, uh, guys. Listen, like, don't put this on the communists. It's, give, it's giving uh, Nazi vibes. It's giving fascist yeah. vibes. Oh, There's a difference between. It's giving us fascist. There, yeah. guys, communism and fascism, two different things. I think that's important for everyone to know. Yes, because as a socialist, we often, you know, we work tip in the same towards group. communism. Yeah. Um, but uh, either way, um, yeah, I can't, I can't, like, be- like it, it's, it's, I don't think I think I'm hoping, but of course, like the judges in Florida are are not helpful. But I I do think that it will get challenged in court all the way up if it has to. Oh, it will. Because I'm just like and here's the deal. We got a girl going in who was 51 years old. Lord so praise. She's got time. Oh, <laughs> Jeebus Christ! I gotta tell you. So we need to protect her with prayer. With oh, gratefulness, light a candle. Listen, listen, listen. So yeah, uh, that's just. Uh, I already spilt all my guts on the internet this week. It's bullshit. It's stupid, and it is wild to me. I'm like, 
there's just a very simple rule that I try to live by is that if I don't know somebody personally, I don't have an opinion about them. You know, I don't have mm. a, I don't have a policy about people that I don't know. Right. And so therefore, about Greg Abbott. Oh yeah. But this is, let me put it this way. I don't have a policy about someone I don't have a personal connection to. Right. That makes sense. And so if you don't know trans people, like this is the thing. Trans people exist. You can talk to them. You can ask them to come, talk about their experiences, and say, hey, these are our concerns about bathrooms. Oh, that's interesting because when I go into a bathroom, I just want to take a piss. Right. You know? Like to them, trans people are just this figment of their nightmare. Like they're just some sort of boogeyman that doesn't quite exist that's trying to convert their children. But guess what? No one's trying to convert your children. We want your children to become adults. And to do, like, to live. So what you just said yes. is important. We want them to become adults because the likelihood of trans kids making it, guys, it's it's staggering. And here's yeah. the, here's the, the average absolute. age for a trans woman of color. Do you, guess what? The, do you know the average age for a trans no, woman of color? No, I don't. Her average, she lives to about 35 on average. <sighs> that just literally that, gave me goosebumps. And that's on, that's the high end. I have a, a trans friend. She's 42. I have another trans friend. She's 65. But she also didn't transition 33. Thank you, Megan. The average age is 33. Because they're either. Well, that feels biblical. Wow, wow, wow. We kill that which we cannot understand. If so, that's anything we get from the Jesus story, <laughs> it's that we cannot handle. And I, these, I don't get. Uh, like worked up I get worked up about other people and the injustices and I have to say this is hitting me really hard this idea of you're coming for our babies um if you have never known and I mean not just like known but like known a trans person not in theory not in whatever but like my my best my best friend is a trans man right my yeah. best friends are trans, oh and like most of my friends are trans, queer folk, and non-binary folks. And then, like, I'm over here, like, being your a- best friend that you're talking about is the to me the epitome of what happiness and joy looks like when you're living into who you think you are. No, who not you who know, you think yeah. you are, who you are, Bing bong. who you are. I don't even want. I cannot. We have to be so clear with language right now, friends, because otherwise it's mm-hmm. taken. To be like, oh, so they decided. They didn't decide. I didn't decide I was a woman. You know what I decided? I I decided that I wanted to just wear whatever the fuck I wanted to wear and love who I wanted to love. That's what I decided. And people have a problem with that. But Kevin, it took so long for you to get there and it was, we almost lost you. And that's the bullshit that makes me so angry because I I think about the people and not to get emotional. I think about the people that wouldn't be walking into their own freedom if you hadn't made it, if you mm. hadn't lived. And I don't mean make it because of your numbers. I meant lived. If mm. you hadn't lived through the bullshit of how you felt about yourself because of a narrative that said you're not enough mm-hmm. and you're not God's creation. And yes, thank God you've come out the other side saying, really? Well, I've got some thoughts on that. Mm. But there was a time, there was a time when that was not. The mm-hmm. voice that you heard was, you are not, mm-hmm. quote unquote, manly enough to keep going in this world. Yep. And I just, the shame that you walked around, I just, I, my niece and nephew are like my favorite mm-hmm. things in the world. I cannot imagine if either of them thought 
that what they are is not enough. Mm-hmm. So don't give me this bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's not child abuse. It's it's child acknowledgement. It's believing that kids actually know who they are. Mm-hmm. Now, do we think you should be pumping kids full of estrogen or no? And here's the news. They don't do that. You know why? Because you wouldn't do it even if, because if a kid has not gone through, in order for a kid to make the statement that you think they're able to make, they don't transition children. Guess why? Because they haven't gone through puberty. Like read about yeah. what, like, by the way, transition as a child, like is not. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. Cause tra- like, like a, like a young child who maybe is transitioning, like that just as easy as a haircut and some change of clothes for a lot of them. And then once they hit puberty, it's a conversation with your doctor around possibility of puberty blockers. But like that, but also just like, I know like for myself, like, I just, I wonder if, cause like, I remember from a very young age, like, I you know, I remember I had this, I have this very clear memory of wanting to get a purse from a toy store. And my mom said, you can't have that. Cause that was for girls. Do you know and how I know I, this like, story? Cause you and I were in this door and your little eyes, when that light blue with the rainbow purse lit up and for uh, a minute I saw baby Kevin. I was like, there listen, you are. She and finally you know got her purse. So go ahead and tell it. Cause it's one of my favorite stories. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just uh, it, that was like one of those moments where it's just like ah, like this, this it's not okay for me to like this. It's not okay for me to want this. It's not okay for me to. I'm not okay. Something's wrong with me if I want this. So, um, someone point M pointed out, yes, believe kids when they tell you who they are. So I have a a dear group of friends who their daughter for a while was saying, I'm not sure if I'm a girl because I like things that my brothers like. And mm-hmm. so they said, it's up to you. You can identify however you want. And for a while, and I'm using the term she because after a couple of years said, no, I am a girl. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in, I'm in the right body. Mm-hmm. But she made choices that would have seemed very masculine, but they let her do it. Mm-hmm. And let her work her thing out. No pressure, no whatever it was. How would you like us to refer to you? Mm-hmm. There was zero pressure. Now she came out on the other side saying, Hey, actually, I think I am a girl. I just like things that are, that I've been told are kind of more boy things. Mm -hmm. That was it guys. Healthy, happy little girl could have been a healthy, happy little boy because they were taking the lead on defining who they were. Right. I just, we have so much. And it, to me, feels like a distraction over what's going on in the world. It feels like uh, God, right? It's like no, it's like we're like we're on the brink of war, allegedly. Like no, we we are. I mean, it is not allegedly. It's- Ukraine is being attacked, and we're over here trying to decide, you know, whether or not someone else's identity is okay. When it's like the truth is, it doesn't affect us mm-hmm. because each parent should have the opportunity to meet with the pediatrician that they've selected. Mm-hmm. And for the pediatrician to say, this is this is what I'm thinking around this. And here's the deal. The board of pediatricians are saying, we affirm gender-affirming care. Mm-hmm. And they have different opinions of it, even folks in Texas. The idea of outlawing the, the already overworked healthcare workers, you absolute dick. In the midst of them being burnt That's out. That's the vibe. You absolute <laughs> dick. Like... Can you read the gosh darn room? People are exhausted. They're doing their best. They're trying to love I our think, kids I into think, their adult I think years. you mean read the fucking room. 
read the fucking room. There mm. are a bunch of people who are just trying to do, they have worked so hard for years and you're going to just like come in. You have no idea. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. That's the thing. <sighs> just wish that like more people just admit that they don't know what they're doing. Cause that's half of our government. Like that's the thing. Just like, I know that you don't know. Cause if you did, we would come to the same conclusion. Right. The same conclusion. So read it. Just read it. And I know that they have, by the way, they are, Greg Abbott is saying that they have studies. So the studies that he's using is that more genderqueer kids commit suicide. That has nothing to do. More genderqueer <laughs> kids commit suicide because uh, they can't actually be themselves in the world and they don't get care. That's why genderqueer kids kill themselves. Not because... Yeah, it's because they can't talk about it, not because right. they're not because they're queer. It's because we live in a world that wants to kill us. Yes. Yes. Like so, people want people obviously, want like what's so upsetting for me is just like this is something Alok says a lot, is that trans people are not targeted because they are weak or because are wrong they are targeted because they are so beautiful and so free and people don't believe that anyone should have access to that freedom like we disappeared mm. because of our beauty well and there's also this thing that's true is like people act like it's a threat when it's a blessing like it's this idea of like <sighs> my life is so much better because of my trans friends yeah like Ugh. So, what can we do? Here's what we can do. If you know anyone in Texas, make them register to vote. If you're going to talk about it, hashtag. If you know anybody, you know anybody who's, if you know anybody, get them registered to vote. Because it matters. Uh, it's the only thing we've got right now in many places. I can't stand people who are like, your vote doesn't matter. Only white men have ever told me that. Only white oh. progressive men. Oh, ever oh, said to oh, me, oh, their voice doesn't matter. Yeah. And granted, like, I get it. I can understand, like, how it's all, like, fucked up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And also, even in a fucked up system, we flipped Georgia. It well, can be I'm done. Voting, I'm voting for you, not me. I'm voting like, for me a- and everybody. Like, the thing is just, like, you actually are voting for you, too. Because oh, me, you- too. But I'm saying, like, even if I think my vote, you know, it's like, oh, whatever. It, I have to remember that there, I have many friends who can't vote for yeah. various reasons. I have friends who have ridiculous criminal things against them and cannot vote, even though they have done their time. We're smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I tell you what, like, it is like 100%. 17-year-old. Sorry, I thought I heard a very scary sound. I mean, you did. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. we have a lot of feelings, obviously, around these things. What you can do also, and I think this is someone, I, I might have been Jen Hatmaker, I think it was. Someone said, like, hey, talk to your kids about accepting their trans friends. By the way, I have a feeling your kids already do, uh, but maybe your kids may not be aware that no. right now your trans kids are feeling sensitive. Yeah. So, uh, and don't make it like, weird. Yeah, like, weird. Hey, do you have any trans friends? No. And most of them will answer yes. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> just like, cool. Do you, are they doing okay? 
I don't know. It's like, and then if they say, I don't know, it's like, well, maybe it could be a good time to check in on them and just say it like that. Mm-hmm. Just so it's like, uh, and if they don't, it's just like, yeah, well, if you could be like the way I would put it, it's just like, if you could just keep my trans friend, blah, 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 in your prayers, because things are really hard. And then that can start a nice little curious conversation or at least put in their mind, oh, my parent is sensitive towards trans people. I should be sensitive and loving towards trans people. Uh, so It's frustrating and it's hard and it's also Miller Lite. Um, the other thing Miller we're going to go into because we have to, guys, the war in the Ukraine. Apparently, uh, I mean, not even apparently. It's ha- I know it's, I keep saying apparently because like my ego is trying to protect me. No, it's happening. There are people who are afraid and right now in this very moment are stuck in subway stations hoping. And they don't – They, the thing that we do is we try to separate ourselves. Mm-hmm. But you look at these images and you see people who are so scared and afraid. You see 80-year-old men who are signing up in the, to the military to protect – he had one pair of clean underwear, a couple of pairs of pants, you know, a jumper and some other things in a, in a suitcase that he'd packed for himself because, gosh darn it, his kids were not going to – his grandkids weren't going to have to be, you know, uh, you know, subjected to what's going to happen. And on the topic earlier, guys, let me tell you, Russia in the LGBTQIA situation Bitch. is devastating. Frightening. It Devastating. is hands made tail level bullshit. And so, what I want to talk about, because I think it's important for us to stand with, is all of the Russians who are protesting and standing in the square mm-hmm. and getting arrested, and couples who are Ukrainian and Russian who are kissing on in public with flags striped around them and saying, mm-hmm. this isn't our war. Russia doesn't want this war. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's important for all of us to hear yes, so that yes. if, you are, if you are inclined to say, oh, Russians, this isn't Russians, friends. This isn't no, Russians. This is this a is Russian oligarch. This is an oligarch. And any Russian, there is so much false news there. And if you think we're that far mm-hmm. from it, we're not. We're not. Ooh, the we same are people who one financially click away. Financially back Trump. This is not fake news. I'm not making that up. Um, this is, they have done the receipts. They have looked it up. And yet you're- And now, you know what's so, like, what's so crazy? I saw a clip of this uh, woman who's running for Congress. And she's like, well, you know, I just really respect Putin's like he's Eastern Orthodox. And right now, like I identify more with that because like they really believe in like protecting like their religious identities. And just, I really respect that. And also like, I see eye to eye with him on like issues of the LGQGPTI, like fucking it up as per usual. And I'm like, so you're telling, you're saying you think I, I should be murdered. Yes. For, for if someone who looks like me. Um, fascinating. Fascinating. So I have a lot of thoughts about it. I also think it's important for us to not be sharing just what we see. Make sure you look up your resources because one of the mm-hmm. things we know right now, friends, is that Russia knows what they're doing. They have great 
engineers, whether they want to participate or not, that are being used to uh, create false news. And so really make sure that you're only sharing from resources that you trust and that you know, whatever that might be for you. Yeah. Also, if I pause and go get a drink really quick, are you okay with that? Yeah, I can talk. Okay, I'm gonna. It's gonna I'll, be like I'll, two we'll, seconds. Commercial break. Little commercial break. We're gonna do a commercial break. Ready? Hey, hey everyone. Three, two, two, one. one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to commercial break with me, Kevin G. Um, it's <laughs> she didn't mute it. Um, so what I uh, I want to share going on right now. I'm a uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's Miller time. You're right, Sierra. Okay, here's the tea. Um, I am. I know that's what I want to know. Um, did Sarah fall down? That's the question everyone wants to know. Um, I can't see. Her. Uh, she's turned her camera off completely. Um, but what I want to tell you is the crowded table. If you haven't heard, I've talked a shit ton about it. But it was what living on Patreon. That's like like it was the way to support the show. And now you get to if you'd like continue that with our new journey over on this new network it's delightful and cool um we're almost my because like we had 180 people on patreon and now we've got 53 people over on the new platform it's very dope um we're planning some watch parties uh we've got a, a like a retreat both in person and online uh and you want to be a part of that i think so if you want to check that out go to the crowded table dot mn Dot co. Also, what was really funny is you you turned off your camera, but not your mic. So did you fall down? No. Because it sounded like you fell down. We were concerned. Oh, no. So what happened is I actually realized I lied to you. I really had to use the restroom because I was running late. <laughs> and I didn't want to say that because I had to pee so bad. <laughs> so I was running. You heard me running. Tell the truth. Shame the devil, Sarah Heath. I know, guys. It's it's. We should talk more about it. You know what? I'm women you're banished. get embarrassed. Silenced. Just kidding. I really had. I really. No, had I to need. Pee. I also needed to reset your camera because you were frozen. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. really had to pee, and then I would. <laughs> so I ran really fast. I'm, I mean, that was really quick. Like in like speed pissing competition, I think you get gold medal. Yeah, I didn't actually go get any drink, guys. I don't. I feel like I should be honest but i am going to pour my friend came over the other night and i have this little bit of wine left over so i've had a seltzer and i'm about to have a little bit of wine wow wow, like a good day. wow 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 um what did um, you guys talk about while i was gone i just plugged the did crowded you solve table the war? Nah, i didn't oh. i do want to talk about however comma is anybody out there watching drag drag race uk versus the world no i didn't know it was a thing <sighs> I need someone to talk about this with me on the air. Um, okay, I'll watch it. I also, the I'm going to, what's it called? I'm probably going to go to this cute little um, gay bear bar that I found. Oh. Everyone there is like mid-30s and above. It's very cute. Um, and like watch that. the new episode of Drag Race with the gang. And um, That sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. God, my attention span. Honey, you here's the thing is like you've had a week. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't. I don't need to take this very seriously. It's okay that I'm spacey. It is okay to take it very seriously. It is okay to say, I just needed a place to laugh a little bit, and also talk about how this stuff is crappy, mm-hmm. and also, yeah, we are almost done. Loves to laugh. All right. Oh, do you have any other uh, advice that anyone needed before we close out? Um, my advice is to go take a nap. Oh, go lay down. Go lay down. Go lay down. Um, yeah, just I, I take care. Like my favorite question: What are you going to do to return to peace? What I'm going to return. What I'm doing to return to peace is I ordered pizza. Is going to be here in 20 minutes. I am going to sit on that couch. I'm going to watch uh, the latest episode of Star Trek Discovery. I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to stretch. I'm going to write. Uh, and then I'm going to, I'm going to have fun because my God, like if, if, if nothing else, we have to figure out how to have fun in the middle, like plant your gardens in Babylon, baby. We don't know how long we're going to be here. Did you see the teenage boy who in the middle of all those people being stuck in the subway station sat down and started playing the piano? Mm Mm-mm. So all these people are afraid and they're hearing scary noises above them. And in the Ukraine, he just sits down and he just starts playing the Mm. piano. And I think that's Mm. sometimes what we have to do because we are still human. Everything hurts. It's hard. And we can breathe in and breathe out and recognize that this is actually hard and as much fun as Kevin and I have together, we're also yeah. aware that uh, it sucks. Yeah. And like, and I so, don't know, like, I don't know if we have any listeners over in that part of the world, but if you're out there, we love you. We and, love you. Uh, I don't know how we can help, but if there's a way we can help, I don't know, like, tell us, I guess. And we'll. Oh. <sighs> so. Can I tell you something kind of fun because it, I think it relates to this. I've yes, had lift the mood, Sarah. I've had a lot of anxiety in my body over a lot of things because of trying to run my own business, trying to make it. And I've been invited into some like really once in a lifetime experiences. And I keep telling myself I can't afford it. I can't afford it. One of them was that if you know me, I'm a giant straight. So I love basketball, college basketball. Mm. It comes with being straight. I'm just kidding. It's a rule. Uh, when you go to the straight Israel. counter, they say, raise your right hand. Here you go. Which, what's yes. your favorite sport? And they say. Right. Well, mine's soccer, switched. but then second. Yeah. So I went to Duke for uh, graduate school. So I love college basketball. It's my favorite coaches last year. One of my dear friends told me, hey, I got a ticket to the final four. Would you like it? And I said, I can't afford it. Like, but I really want to go. And it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And it could be Coach K's like final four, you know. So I had all this anxiety in my body about it because it's in New Orleans, which is close to my family. And we were hanging out last night and I keep trying to plan the trip and just like, no, I can't do it. And she said to me the most lovely thing. She said, where you keep, I feel like the thing that's bothering you is that and you can't figure what it, out what it is. She's like, I think it's that we're going to be so close to your parents. And we were just going to stop by my parents for a day. She goes, what if we invite your parents to come with us to New Orleans for the weekend? 
So she mm-hmm. lost her father last year. And so she's been dealing with mm-hmm. like spending more. And I think because of that, I keep thinking about that. So we invited mm-hmm. my parents. <laughs> my parents are coming to party with us in New mm-hmm. Orleans for a weekend. And the minute she said it, the minute I allowed myself to imagine that time, the anxiety left, which might seem like weird and small and whatever, but it kind of reminded me that sometimes we don't even know what the desires are and that because we're not willing to Mm -hmm. kind of breathe in and say, what do I need right now? For me right now, I need time with the people I love. So whatever it is that you feel like, Mm -hmm. um, term Ukraine rather than the Ukraine. Oh, okay. Ukraine, not the Ukraine. Good to know. Thank you, Shane. Uh, we were just told, and if you're listening to this, you can't see it. So I'm going to say it probably best to use the term Ukraine rather than the Ukraine, which is how it was called under Soviet Russia. In my defense, I'm from Southern California and we call everything the, so the Walmart, <laughs> the 405. <laughs> no, don't excuse your shitty use of language. You the. fucked up. I know it. So Ukraine, Sorry. Ukraine like Canada, because it's not the Canada. Not the, but it is yeah. the United States. That's it's, because we are an empire of the devil. That is not entirely true. Friends, we are glad oh, you joined but us. Oh, but isn't it Babylon? <laughs> isn't I mean, it? I, uh, no. Girl, I'm inviting you into the revolution. You need to betray your country. Betray your country. I have several countries, so that's the thing. Uh, Betray this one. Canada, keep that one if you want to. But this one, betray it all day. Friends, we're so glad that you joined us. Yeah, I really am. I had a good time. Kevin Wilding Out is my favorite flavor is what someone just said. Yeah, look. Sorry. Yeah, I just feel very passionately about things. Do not apologize. You've had a big week. Um, Thank you. And that's the other thing. Your Body is Not an Apology is an incredible book, friends. Read it. Mm. So, yeah, those are our book recommendations for the week. <laughs> this Year Flesh by Cole Arthur Riley. Um, you can body listen to. Uh, your Body is Not an Apology. You can listen to my interview with Cole over on A Tiny Revolution because so episodes fun. are back, baby. Woo! I'm so excited. All right. I like you, I, I like everyone you. here. And uh, anything that you need to plug or. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Advertis. Advertis. Yes. So uh, if you want to check me out on the latest episode of The Unburdened Leader, uh, that is by uh, one of my dear friends, Rebecca. It is She is a Brene Brown uh, therapist. And so she had like she's a psychotherapist, like coach. She's incredible. Mm. So she had me on the Unburdened Leader, which is an incredible podcast. Um, such an honor to be part of that. Yeah. So I'm on that this week. And then Rev Covery is the other podcast that I'm currently doing. Uh, that is for folks who are transitioning in ministry or whatever it might be. Also, I myself uh, have signed a couple of clients, but there's still a couple more room. Uh, a couple, a couple more, couple more there's, spaces. There's still a couple more room for a couple more. There's spaces. some spaces. There's some spices. Wide spaces. Sorry. For anyone who is looking for transitions from getting from this to that. Um, I kind of, I really enjoy helping people move through transitions in their work. 
and life. So that's that. That's me. What about you? You already talked about the crowded table. Anything else you want to mention? Uh, like I said at the top, I only have nine spots left in my cohort. So if you are trying to create a spiritual practice and you want to do so in community with cool people along with one-to-one coaching and group coaching and a curriculum so you know what to do every day, uh, you can go fill out an application and talk to me and we can see if it's good. Join the crowded table. Go buy my book, Bad Theology Kills at badtheologykills.com. Follow me on all social media platforms at the Kevin Garcia. And if you subscribe to my newsletter at thekevingarcia.com, you can read the first chapter for free. Um, Friend, that's it. It has been wonderful to see you. Have Thanks. a fantastic day. Enjoy your pizza. Whatever it is, friends, that you need to do to take care of yourself. If you need to reach out, you can find us on social media. We'll be happy uh, if we can, if we have the space. Yeah, I'll be happy to like and say, I, uh, I'm not going to. Oh, here's the thing. I have like, oh, this is, oh, here's my, can we give advice for the week? You can. Here's the advice for the week. There, I saw this in a tweet and I didn't put it on TikTok. And I'm telling you now, there's a difference between staying informed and over, like re-traumatizing yourself. It, what, mm-hmm. The ego thinks that if it gets all the information and if it gets all the up-to-date information on everything all the time, uh, then you can stay safe. But the thing is, in your body right now, if you can breathe, get off the internet. <laughs> get off social media. I- get off the news. Watch something stupid. Try to just let your get your nervous system realigned and centered and grounded. Make sure you're eating something. Make sure you take your meds. Make sure you drink water. Make sure you try to move in a way that feels good. Like, take care of yourself. Okay? I love it. Friends, we will see you next week. We're hopefully- Unless you don't come. And if you don't, you're canceled. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I will cancel you if you don't come back. Oh my god! I will cancel your Friends. Netflix subscription. <laughs> That's what you'll cancel. We're now Truebill. <laughs> I will. I will go in and I'll cancel all of those subscriptions that you don't need, so that you can save up to seven hundred dollars a year. <laughs> Pay me to do that rather than Truebill. I'll do it for you. Oh, that's so great. Get me off the phone. Get me off the phone. There we go. All right, we love you, everybody. Love you. Bye, everybody. Bye.